You're listening to Artsbitten on Sin Nation with Shreyas and Tom, and we have got on the phone today Liam Drummer, who is here to promote the National Institute of Circus Arts's uh, third year graduation show. Welcome, Liam. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, well, we're very happy to have you on the show. Now, could you just explain to us, first of all, what your show is called and what the significance of the title is? Okay, so um, the show is called Casse Casse, um, which is like a French title, and it's translated into English as What Is It? Um, and the significance of the title is just kind of gives you an idea of the absurdity of the show. Um, yeah, the show is about like um, a person that goes missing at a bar, and with this person gone missing, the word gets out that there's this $5 million reward that comes if you find that person. Um, so a team of four guys and four girls um, go on the hunt for this person, um, and through this um, through this show, there's elements of clowning, um, acting, comedy, circus apparatuses, and a bit of slapstick violence as well. Um, so it's been quite a fun and absurd show to be part of. So it's kind of like a whodunit, whodunit meets a uh, physical comedy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> now, Liam, Shreya's here, by the way. Hi. Uh, I'm uh, afraid I have a phobia of clowns. Am I going to be in trouble yeah, when I watch this? Uh, no, definitely not. Um, it's not like a stereotypical kind of clown show. It's just more like physical comedy, um, a bit of absurdity, and just a bit of just a bit of a laugh, really. Okay. <laughs> now, Shreyas, what are your uh, proficiencies in the circus? What are, What are you an expert at? Ooh. What am I an expert at? Um, I specialize in aerial straps. Um, do you know what that is? Um, I'm not familiar with it, no, unfortunately. <laughs> um, so aerial straps is kind of like, they look kind of like seatbelts that are just hanging from the ceiling, um, and you just wrap your wrist into it, um, and off you go, basically. Um, and then you just perform some movement in the air. Um, and then the other things that I also specialize in is tumbling, um, group acro, and handstands as well. And Liam, I understand before you um, ran away to join the circus, you were a diver and looking to um, yeah. do so professionally. Why did you make the change? Um, I think it's just I had always kind of wanted to give circus a go. Um, I grew up um, kind of surrounded by a bit of theatre and dance and whatnot with my family and like I kind of fell into diving by accident just because I was quite a physical kid as well. Um, and then whenever I went to watch a circus, like whenever my parents took me to watch a circus show as a kid, I was always quite, you know, I envied everyone who got to do it. So I, by the time I got to 17 and I was um, battling a few injuries and whatnot, I just gave up on diving and had a bit of a break and thought about what I wanted to do after I recovered. Um, and then that's kind of when I decided to give circus a go and I fell in love with it instantly. Did the diving background help you with the circus? Definitely. Um, with the particular specialties I do now, which is like aerial straps and a bit of acro and tumbling, definitely. Um, my aerial awareness is quite good, so I can pick up um, some circus specialties quicker than a lot of people can. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it's definitely been really helpful in the transition to circus. 
Now, Liam, coming back to the show, your director is Charlotte Salou, who is um, yeah. from France. What does she bring to the show? Yeah, um, so she, I think prior to coming to Circus, she was a musician and a very, very talented opera singer and still is. Um, she brought, I don't know, she had a really great way of explaining where humour comes from. Um, before we started making the show, we did a lot of like clowning and um, acting workshops with her, and she would kind of, like whenever a mistake was made on stage, she would kind of emphasise the humour in that mistake, and then she would try and get us to replicate the mistake or just kind of keep repeating it or something just to make sure we understood why it was funny or to, you know, make sure everyone saw the mistake and acknowledged it. Um, and, yeah, I think it's definitely been quite helpful for us because, you know, in circus we're all quite physical, but we're not very good at, like, um, being comedic sometimes. So it's been a very eye-opening experience with someone with a clowning background coming in to teach a bunch of physical beings how to be funny, I guess, and how to use our voice um, to convey a story as well. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because when I, you know, think of the circus or when most people think of the circus, uh, one of the first things we think of is, oh, hey, they're funny. They're a funny group of people, um, who, <laughs> you know, take from physical comedy. Do you have you like, looked back at other physical comedians? Um, is there anyone who's influenced you specifically? Um, not so much. I've actually in terms of like comedians, I've always kind of been surrounded by um. I don't know, more of the typical Australian humour, like, um, you know, the Doug Anthony All-Stars or um, Chris Lilly whilst I was growing up. Um, but, yeah, in terms of physical comedy, it's actually quite new to me as well just because I've only really been in circus for four years now. So I think um, slapstick is kind of something I've only been introduced to recently and particularly with the show... Um, and Charlotte's, uh, under Charlotte's direction, it's just been something um, I'm starting to learn a bit more about now, which has been really exciting. Oh, okay. That's great. Um, I guess, you know, when I think physical comedy, I think Mr. Bean. <laughs> That's oh, of course. Yeah, Sorry. Of course. Yeah, definitely. Yes. So I, was, I was just waiting for you to mention Mr. Bean. I was like... Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's great. Um, so... Moving forward, like what other areas of the circus have you not experienced? Is there a specific area that you'd like to try out, maybe, or have you experienced all facets? Um, I definitely wouldn't say I've experienced all facets. I'd like to, after doing the show, I'd love to do a bit more work with text um, because, like, the show has had us, you know, use text a lot, um, and I think there's lots of shows, you know, especially overseas now that use text a lot. So I think it'd be cool to be part of shows that combine circus and acting. Um, but as well, I think I'd love to, you know, after graduating, I'd love to be involved with shows that are mainly ensemble work as well and collaborating with other people generally. Mm -hmm. Is there any movies, yeah. you reckon, that depict the circus accurately? I was thinking Greatest Showman when you said ensemble. The Greatest Showman. <laughs> yeah, The Greatest Showman definitely... Um, I wouldn't say it depicts the circus accurately, but I would definitely say, um, you know, it's a good introduction to... Pe uh, well, it's a good way to introduce circus into pop culture, I guess, because I think circus is... Um, you know, I think lots of people, um, when they're picking a show to watch, sometimes might forget about circus, so I guess it's good that it's 
being introduced more heavily into the media now after The Greatest Showman. Now, Liam, I've got a bit of a broad question here for you. Yeah. In recent times, we've seen circuses fold or go into administration, whereas others have really flourished. Um, Circus Oz, for example. In your in your view, what does it take for a circus to um, survive and to um, continue um, performing? Um, I think oh, that's a good question. Um, I think it's the people that run the company. I guess I think everyone has to get on really well and everyone has to continue to be motivated. I think as soon as um, I, like I think. I think you have to be motivated to continue growing, I guess, not just continue doing the same thing. That's what I would say helps. I think doing the same thing for a long time can, I don't know, make, I don't know, you can get a bit bored doing the same thing for a long time and then the audience can get bored, or not get bored, but can see that what you're doing might be getting a bit stale. So I think it's good to, if you have an idea, just keep upgrading it until you've, you've gone as far as you can with it and then move on afterwards and, you know, explore something different. I think most companies that um, are really successful nowadays, you know, they have a really successful show running for a long period of time and then they let that show go and then they um, introduce something new to the public. Okay, well, Liam, thank you very much for your insights there and for making the time to speak to us today. Uh, before we let you go, can you tell us when your show's running and where we can go to for more information? Yep, um, so the show is running from the 28th of November um, until the 8th of December. Um, if you want to get more info about that, go to um, NICA's website. Um, and there's also a, there's also a Facebook page for the National Institute of Circus Arts and Arts, and also an Instagram page as well. So we've been speaking with Liam Drummer. Liam, thank you very much for your time on today's show, and uh, all the best for the performance. Uh, thank you so much for having me today. Thanks, Liam.